everyone. I'm Lynn Prowse-Bishop and welcome to the Virtual Business Show, What You Need to Know. The show covers topics of interest to virtual assistants as well as those in small business and people who may want to work as a VA or hire the services of one. Well, today I have the pleasure of welcoming Marina Jay to the show. Marina Jay is a women's coach and leading entrepreneur who has three lovely arms to her company. She helps women in business who feel stuck and frustrated at the level that they're on to ignite their feminine side to truly flourish in business, money and relationships. She coaches women around the world and loves it. And she also has her own label of feminine yoga wear called Marina J Yoga Wear and has taught yoga therapy for the body for the past 14 years. Plus, she's a mum too. Welcome to the show, Marina. Hi, it's really good to be here. Really excited. It's a subject that I love talking about. So, yeah, really, really happy to be here. I guess just to give the um, the listeners a bit of background, can you start by telling us something of your philosophy about women and women in business? Sure. I mean, I've run my own business now for the past four years, and my philosophy around women in business really centers around you as a woman doing business your own way. For so many years, I think we followed the way that men have run their own business, and we'll go into that a little bit later on in the call. We've been following that way for years and years and years and years and years, and it will only take a woman so far. And I think that my philosophy really centers around running your business your way. And in order to do that, you have to get in touch with your feminine power, which is that inherent part of us that a lot of us have kind of shut down in order to be that you know business person and to earn that money. So my philosophy really is that if you're not running your business from your feminine power side of yourself, you're not really running your business to the percent that you can be running it to. You know, you won't be getting as many clients as you could be getting, as much money as you could be getting, because you're only using one half of yourself. So yes, that's my philosophy. Fantastic. Well, today we're going to focus on what I've heard you call the new paradigm of doing business, a shift away from the old masculine way of doing business and how women in business in particular can ignite the feminine part of themselves to get more clients and take their business to the next level. But I guess to start What do you think a lot of working women and men too, I guess, are grappling with at the moment? That's a really good question. I think a lot of women are tired. I think that running your own business gives you a lot of things. And in our minds, it gives us our freedom and our independence. And then once you start running your own business, there's so much to do in it that a lot of us feel quite trapped and actually feel less free than we did when we were working, you know, for somebody else in an office somewhere. And so what happens for a lot of women in particular and men is that when you start working for yourself, if you don't run your business also from your feminine side of yourself, you're going to find yourself running out of steam pretty quickly. And I see a lot of women out there, you know, they're tired, they feel like they're on their treadmill of life. They're often juggling a lot of things. If you have a family, You know, you might be working from home and then in between doing things, you're also putting on a load of washing and you're washing up and then you decide you're going to quickly vacuum clean. All these things that initially we probably didn't realize when we started running our own businesses. And so to run a business the male way is to do it in a quite difficult way that will sap you of your energy. So I think a lot of women are grappling with how do they run it so it feeds them back. 
how do you nourish your own business? Sorry, how do you run your own business so it nourishes you? And I think that that's where a lot of women are at at the moment, even if they haven't necessarily asked that question. It's something that I think we need to answer because a lot of women are feeling quite tired and stuck and a bit like a slave. You know, you feel like you're a slave running your own business and really your business is running you and it should be the other way around. You should be running your own business. That's very true. Actually, I was I was doing exactly that this morning. I was putting on loads of washing while I was running backwards and forwards doing bits and pieces. So I know exactly what you're talking about. You talk a lot about feminine power in business. It has that real kind of 60s burn your bra overtone, doesn't it? But that's not actually what you mean, is it? <laughs> no, it's really funny you say that because I was thinking that this morning. I was walking down the stairs and thinking, yeah, feminine power. It really does remind me of burning your bras, but it's the exact opposite. It's wear your bras with pride. Feminine power is not about saying men are bad and masculine energy is bad. It's the complete opposite of that. It's wear your bra with pride and it's to use the feminine side of yourself in business, not just your male side. See, every man and every woman on this planet has a male side to them and a female side to them. And what's happened over the last few centuries is that we have decided that the male side of ourselves is the way to go. And that's something that you can see during the First and Second World Wars. You know, a lot of women were doing the typically male jobs and they found they were getting freedom, they were getting money and they were excited. And then as we moved more and more into working, we looked at these men at the top and thought, well, I need to be like you if I'm going to make it. That's the only way because I want to get there. And so we've ignored that feminine side of ourselves. But something happens when you, in particular, when you work for yourself, or even if you're in a company, if you're not using that feminine side of yourself, you're only using half of yourself. And so feminine power is about using your feminine side. And that encompasses everything from your intuition, your ability to receive, and that's a really important one that we go, when I have my clients, we go into really deeply. Your ability to receive. Now, what I'm talking about here is everything. So money, clients, support, business referrals, having a network. You know, Lynn, what you've got here with your business network is absolutely fantastic. And that resource is there for all of you to use. And I wonder how much you all really use it because to be in your feminine power is to really receive support and not to do it on your own. Being in your feminine power is also about your desires. You know, I'm betting that when you were three, and this goes for boys as well as girls, you probably thought you were the best thing since sliced bread. You walked around, you knew you were fabulous. You know, you knew what you wanted. Yes, you wanted that red toy over there. Yes, you definitely were going to wear that pink dress. Yes, you definitely wanted to go and beat up that little boy in the playground. <laughs> Whatever it is, you knew. You were in touch with that knowing feminine side of yourself. And then something happens along the way. We go to school. We get educated on the right way to do things. And school in particular is very good at teaching you about sporting prowess, how to pass your maths exam, your English exam, how to do well, how to beat the other team. Very masculine traits that we need 
to move through this life. But in doing so, a lot of little girls in particular start to lose that feminine side of themselves, the side that's receiving, that's softer, that doesn't have to leap up on that horse and charge after that exam result or charge after that next client, that can actually say what she wants and receive it. And we go into that later on with my telecourse, but it's a very different way of doing things and it's a very pleasurable way of doing things. When you run your own business, using your feminine side as well, your business is going to give you back a whole lot more and it is a beautiful thing to behold. Well, there's a bit of a perception out there that to get what you want in business, you have to be masculine and tough and keep cool. I know even when I was working for someone else, you'd often get comments like, oh, it's hormonal or you're not going to cry, are you? These kinds of disparaging remarks about what actually makes us innately feminine. So we kind of leave work and start our businesses with this preconceived idea that to be successful, we need to be more like men. And in fact, even with this change of leadership in the country at the moment, I even noticed on Facebook and Twitter comments like that. Oh, it's a woman. Is the country going to be run more emotionally now? Is that really true? To, to be successful, we need to be more like men? That's a really good question. And the answer is, of course, no, <laughs> not at all. We need to use our masculine side, but I'm betting that most of you have a much more developed masculine side than you do your feminine side. So I'm betting that if you had to walk into a boardroom and lay down the law, you could. I know for me, certainly in my past incarnations in the corporate world, I could absolutely and did on many occasions walk into a boardroom, lay down the law, get really tough. And in fact, I was more male than most of the men sitting at that table. <laughs> they were all scared of me. And it's important to have that male side of you so that when you need it, my God, it's there. But if that's all you use, you're going to get really tired quickly. Your health's going to drop. You're not going to get as much success as you want. You, you can't. I mean, if you take a big step back, you weren't put on this earth to only use half of yourself. And if you're a woman, that's a whole half of yourself you're ignoring. So I'm betting that you can be as masculine as the next person. And to be tough and cool when you need it sometimes, absolutely be that person. But how about being the person that is emotional? One of the banes of my life is reading Cosmopolitan's tips for, you know, 10 ways to get ahead at work. And they'll say, you know, don't cry at work. If you have long hair, pull it back in a ponytail. Don't talk too much. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, these are women's traits. You know, you can go down it and go, that's a female trait. That's a female trait. That's a female trait. And you can say, well, we're working in a, ma in a male world, we're working in a male business world. That might have been true 40 years ago, 20 years ago, but it's not true anymore. And you can see how big businesses are beginning to fall apart and they're asking for more talking. You know, so many more companies are asking for more feedback from their clients and their customers. They're wanting to communicate. Companies are now recruiting people because they have good communication skills. Something happens when a woman cries. When you cry, I mean, I'll ask the question to all of you now. When was the last time you really allowed yourself to just cry? 
just cry and not analyze it as you're crying and saying to yourself, I don't even know why I'm crying because I've got a great life. You know, I've got a family and a house and I shouldn't be in all these things, which is the male side of you saying this is not okay. When you have a really good cry, don't you feel much clearer afterwards? Like you've let a huge part of that pain go and you're fresh and you can start again. When you cry, when you are honest about your feelings, from there you can make really good decisions. So the male way of doing things, you know, and my husband is beautiful. He has a a very well-developed female side, but he's an absolute classic because he'll go out for a night with friends and come back and I'll say, hey, so how was Mark? And he'll say, I don't know. And ask him, what did you talk about all night? And he said, just sport, I guess, sport and work. (laughs) So we need to be in touch with our feelings. Your emotions, your intuition are going to guide you. You know, why is it that some people just seem to make the right decisions over and over and over and over? They're not going for any particular thing. They may not even be able to tell you how they got there. They've used their intuition, their gut feel. And sometimes when you can't hear it, it's because you're not being honest with yourself. And the best way to be honest is to be real about what you're feeling. Yes, I am really annoyed at the moment. I am really angry. This isn't okay. Don't just work from your head. If you just work from your head, remember, you're not fully in touch with the whole of you. And then you're going to make a decision that's based from what you're thinking rather than from the whole of your body making a decision, which 9.99 times out of 10 is going to be the right one. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, we see it in girls all the time now. Girls seem to be getting rougher. They're playing the boys' sports. It was only commented to me the other day by one lady that she found it amazing that uh, the number of girls who were playing rugby in the town that I live in at the moment you know, to me, that's kind of scary. I'm I'm trying to raise my daughter to enjoy the fact that she's female, to revel in that femaleness and that she has that innate kind of power and that it's not something to be ashamed of or to push down or to hide in order for her to be successful. But it's really difficult. We seem to be kind of up against it, don't we? Because even in, you know, society in general, just girls seem to be getting more and more male in the way that they behave and that's kind of scary. It is scary but there's also a new wave of women that are coming out there you know I mean I went to the supermarket the other day and put a huge flower in my hair (laughs) and I got so many people that just wanted to come up and talk to me you know in Woolworth here in Balmain in Sydney. The things I wear people often go wow you just make me happy by looking at you. And I think that we need some women leaders now, leaders in business, but also leaders in the home. And I think it starts with you. I think that children in particular will learn not from what you say, but from what you do. So if you're happy to revel in your femininity and your sensuality, it's your power. This is really your power. Then they will too, because they'll realize, well, if my mum can do it, or if my boss can do it, then I can do it. And it's a beautiful thing. Women have such a wonderful way of networking that I do in my company what we call bliss reports. And it's retraining women to communicate any piece of information, any piece of news that's happened to you this week, purely 
for your pleasure only. And the reason I say that is because women tend to bond through pain far more than through pleasure. And again, that's a very male paradigm. You know, a lot of men really only talk when necessary, when they need to, and they may not discuss everything. Women, we like to share everything. I'll give you an example. If I walk into my daughter's school today and tell them that my business has gone bust and my husband's left me for another woman, I guarantee you I'll have about 20 women flock around me immediately going, what happened? Are you okay? And they'll make me dinner. They'll make sure my daughter's looked after. And six months down the track, if I'm still talking about it, they're going to be right there for me. They're going to be giving me dinner on my doorstep. They're still there. If I walk into the schoolyard and say, I had the best night I ever had with my husband. We had the most amazing romantic time. He did this for me and that for me, and it was incredible. They'd look at me and go, well, that's lovely, and may not really be able to respond. And then if I was still talking about that magical night six months from now, (laughs) can you imagine it? Ah, get over yourself. That's what they'd be saying to me. So it's really important for, I mean, when we see that people around us are getting more masculine, to stay in your feminine power because it connects really quickly. And what I'm trying to do with the work that I do is I train women to speak to another one so it lifts her up. And as soon as one woman gets lifted, it lifts up the other woman. And as soon as she's lifted, it'll lift up somebody else. There's a beautiful thing about being a woman is when you share something that's pleasured you, and it could be wearing a flower in your hair, it could be being in your feminine power at work today, whatever it was, it lifts her up just by the very virtue of you talking about it. She didn't even have to be there with me in the office or in the supermarket. It's already lifted. And that's the power of women. So I agree with you, Lynn. I see a lot of women and girls feeling that the only way forward is to be, you know, football player, to be more masculine. But my daughter has three best girlfriends and a couple of them are in their masculine power, I would say, one in particular. But every time she's near me, all she wants to do is touch the flower in my hair. And so she can see there's another way of being. And that's the way that I think we're really going to shift this world. Actually, it's um, it's interesting that you say that because I went to a business women's lunch a couple of weeks ago. And as I said, I live in a country town, which obviously is very male-centric. And I tend to dress, I guess, bohemian might be the word for it. And it was interesting because one of the ladies came up to me and said, oh, you're not very typically Warwick, are you? Which is the town I live in. And um, and I said, oh, why, why is that? And she just kind of looked me up and down and said, oh, well, where, when did you get here? And I said, oh, I've been here a couple of years. And, and she said, what, did you come via Byron Bay? And I kind of had a bit of a chuckle at that, but, the, you know, because the clothes I wear aren't, they're not typically business, high-powered, you know, suits, trousers, all that kind of stuff. I wear very feminine, flowing kinds of things. And yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting the effect that, that even just your clothes will have on, on other people and the perception that they have of you. Absolutely. But the most important thing is how it makes you feel. You know, I had a day, I think it was last week now, and I was feeling um, just really tired. I'd worked really hard and 
I knew I needed to receive, which is one of the areas of being in your feminine power. And um, But I had a day where I just knew it was going to be me giving out lots of energy. I, had, I teach yoga as well. So I had lots of yoga classes to teach. And then I had a couple of meetings to do with my business. And it was all just go, go, go. And so I was getting dressed. I made sure I put my most beautiful moisturizer on, my whole body. And as I was doing it, oh, I just felt fantastic. And I was doing a lot of beautiful self-talk to myself. And then I had this outrageous set of underwear that I absolutely love. I put that straight on. And just knowing that it was there made me feel fantastic all day. And because I felt lifted, it lifted everybody else up around me, even though they wouldn't really know why. (laughs) But I knew why. And it was incredible. So it's all about you. And I think it always starts with you. You know, we often look outward and you know, to see what this person's doing and that person's doing. And you can dissipate a lot of your energy when that happens. And in particular, as women, we give out so much energy day in, day out. We're very good at giving out energy. We need to balance that up. And if we give out a lot of energy, then guess what? You need to receive the same amount that you give out. So your receiving has to be the same level as you're giving. And a lot of women, that's a, there's a huge disparity level with that. And so I teach my clients, I say, well, have you heard of pro golfers? I want you to become a pro receiver. And it doesn't mean sitting there and, you know, not doing anything, but it means that when an opportunity comes your way, somebody asks to give you help, you receive it fully with your arms open, your heart open, and you take it all in. I'll tell you, uh, there's another classic thing that I I think happens around the world in households, and this is more of a domestic thing now, but it also works with business, is that imagine you've spent the day, you've had a haircut and blow dry, and you've had a massage, and you've met your best girlfriends for lunch, and you've had wine, and you're wearing something that you just love, and you feel fantastic. You're feeling really, really great. And you get home, and then you know what happens, that five, six o'clock thing happens, and you're trying to finish off the last thing for work, you're running around. And then you've got to get dinner on. And if you've got children, you're helping them with their homework. And, you know, it's like all systems go. And you're the hub. You are like the big controller. (laughs) Everything has to go through you and get sent out from you. And your husband comes home or your partner comes home and utters those immortal words. And he says to you, what can I do to help? And that's if you're lucky. You know, a lot of women are on their own. They don't have that. But just say you have somebody. And he says to you, what can I do to help? You're going to say to him, oh, fantastic. Can you just put this on the boil? Can you help so-and-so with their homework? Can you, can you, can you? Or imagine a day where you've been giving out loads of energy. So imagine Julia Gillard. She's quite hard. She gives out a lot of her masculine energy. You've been doing, doing, doing. The male way of doing business is to keep going, even though you may not be getting results or it might not feel right to keep going. It's just to keep going because it's very linear and you want that result. So you've kept going all day. You're shattered, absolutely shattered. And then something happens to women. A man will say, he'll come home and he'll say, what can I do to help? And I do it sometimes too. And you say, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. And you push him away. I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. Because you've spent all day doing that. So the very time a woman needs the help the most is a time often where she'll shut down and push that person away. And it's really funny when you look at, look at it back, you sort of think, what was I doing? 
And then you might have a bit of a cry or you just get furious. And then next time you'll say, well, I'll do it differently next time. But to receive and let in during your day is also to receive and let in for the rest of your time in the evening with your family. It's a much nicer way of doing business. Anyway, I've talked a lot about that. (laughs) Yes, it's funny. The whole concept of receiving, I think, is one that's very alien to women in general because we are so used to just give, give, give all the time. And I probably should point out just that comment I made before, the lady that did talk to me about what I was wearing, I didn't take it as a negative and she certainly didn't mean it that way. It just really highlighted the fact that there's a certain level of expectation when you use the word business that it's going to be reflected in what you wear and how you act and that clearly feminine kind of flies in the face of what that perception of being business-like is all about, which is really quite silly and I guess is what this call is all about. Marina, how would um, someone running their business benefit, I guess, from what you call feminine power? Okay, well, I'll link that back to the comment that you've just made actually about dressing and then I'll go into the answer a bit more fully. But your classic example is imagine all of you now, you've been invited to some business lunch that's going to be very sort of, you know, masculine and it's very important. It's being held in a ballroom somewhere at a hotel and it's a during the day meeting. Chances are you might feel you need to wear a suit. You know, you might feel you've got to wear that matching jacket with a skirt or the pants and you need to wear jewellery that's not too flouncy and you need to have hair that doesn't really look too kind of fluffy. It's going to have to be silky and straight or it's going to be tied back and neat. And as soon as you put those clothes on, what happens to you? You become all business-like. And I mean business-like in inverted commas. You have that male way suddenly of just being and doing, and you'll feel that tension inside of you. You won't be able to relax fully. You won't be able to be in your power fully. Or imagine this. You wake up, you've got the same do, And you decide you're just going to wear whatever you want, whatever makes you feel beautiful. And so you put on a beautiful dress. It's not too corporate, my God. You put on jewelry that's quite flouncy. You have your hair. It's all flowing. You walk in. You are going to have a better day. I'll tell you that right now. And as soon as you have a better day, other people are going to be wanting to be around you. You're just going to attract people easily and you're going to stand out. So I had a a business meeting about two weeks ago. And it was with six people and we met at their offices and it was very corporate and I knew it would be. And I wore my beautiful dress. I put a flower in my hair. I wore gorgeous shoes. I had these beautiful pink shoes with a huge flower on and I just felt like it. And I walked in. I was in my absolute power. I was laughing. I was talking. Every single one of those people signed the contract and said, yes, we're going to do business with you. And it happened within the first 20 minutes. And I know if I'd gone in there with my business suit and my certain mindset of this is business and I must be in business now, I probably would have got maybe four of them to sign and the meeting would have gone on and on and on and we wouldn't have had as much fun. So, Yes, I think that your question is a, is a really, really good one, Lynn, because, you know, when you're in your feminine power, it's about being really true to yourself. So running a business that's based on your heart, it's like it's what I call heart-based businesses. 
So you're in your feminine power. You are in touch with your desires. You are yourself. You listen to your intuition. You cry and you're emotional when you need to be. Because that's natural. That's life. We're not meant to be hard exteriors. If you're a guy in business, being in your feminine power can really help you. It can help you not be on the defense as much. It can help you relax and not feel that you have to know it all, that you have to do it all, and that you have to be it all, all by yourself. Because some of the best business ideas I've had have actually been when I've just been chatting to somebody about whatever it is, or when I haven't been linear. You know, you get your best ideas sometimes when you're in the bath, (laughs) or when you're in a yoga class. You know, that's feminine power when you're not trying to get from A to B. You know, the scientists, you hear about it. They have an amazing scientific discovery by mistake. They weren't trying. So we have to have that balance. You have to have that linear part of yourself sometimes. But you also have to have that feminine side of yourself. Actually, as you were speaking then, you just reminded me um, about a call that we did last year with a Canadian author and coach, Sue Feet, who said, you know, you really need to be true to yourself. And, and if you're going to something in a suit, it isn't something that you would be comfortable in, then just don't wear one. You know, don't wear a tracksuit, obviously, but, you know, you'll be more attractive and approachable if, you know, you wear something that actually makes you feel comfortable. So I guess what you're saying is that, you know, you need to be true to who you are, not be pretending to be, you know, the perception of a business person when you go to these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can see, I mean, I, I often teach yoga. I say often, I, I teach every week in the city here in Sydney. And I have to tell you, I look around the city when I'm walking and the women to me look gray and they're wearing these little tight gray business suits and these silly heels and they're looking all hemmed in. And if you want to wear that, fabulous. But I'm not seeing many women that look really in their power wearing it and really like they're flourishing. I go into these offices and the men look like they're coping. They actually look like they're coping quite well. The women aren't. And a lot of it is because we're not doing business. We're not working for somebody else in a way that naturally fits us. And that's okay because for so long we were trying to be like men. But it doesn't work for us. And it doesn't work for men either. And I remember in particular working 15 years ago, 14, 15 years ago in, uh, in Sydney for a very, very male dominated office. In fact, there was only two of us working there. And I used to go in every day and just be myself because I really couldn't be bothered with all that sort of silly etiquette. And a funny thing happened. I ended up with two assistants. My job grew and grew and grew and grew. And I started getting, I had like the most clients that anybody else had. I was earning more money than all of their other people were, and I'd only just arrived. And I knew it was because inherently I was doing business my own way. And back then I was 26. I didn't really know what it was that I was doing. I just knew that up until the age of 26, I was doing it their way. And I got to 26, and I just thought, no. And sometimes you don't even know what your way is. You know, we get so many pieces of advice. I'm sure that you all get newsletters that come in five marketing tips this week, do this, do that. 
how to, you know, work on social media, all these things. But what I want you to do is to get in touch with how that feels for you. So one of the things I teach my clients, and this is what we do here at Marina J, is ask yourself the question, does this make me feel good? I get requests every single day from people that want to work with me or they want to align their business with my yoga wear company. And, you know, if I was to go and approach that from a male point of view, I would be looking at how successful that other company is. And so would I do well to align myself to that celebrity or to that brand? And that's a very male way of doing things. And it does work to some degree. But how about you ask yourself, would it feel good for me to be with these people? And you'll get a strong, clear answer. And when you do, go with that. Because sometimes there are things in the future that you can't foresee. But when you work on your intuition, it's going to tell you that. So I actually save myself hours at a time. Can you imagine if I spent a good portion of my day fielding all of these questions, fielding all of these asks, going into that company profile and checking out their website and what do I think and da 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 da. No. And it's made me as successful as I am today that I've aligned myself with brands that I feel inherently are me. And it works beautifully, absolutely beautifully. Gosh, I think, you know, allowing ourselves to do what feels good to us is also something that's pretty foreign, I think, to a lot of women. I'd kind of date it probably from about the 80s, you know, that real power fueled period of time where, you know, we had the big shoulders and the big suits and all the rest of it that almost made us look more masculine too, I think, is probably when women generally started to lose that connection to their feminine power. So how would a woman in business actually find that again? Well, you can find it in a lot of different ways. The first thing I do with a client is I ask her, what do you want? What do you really want? And so I get her to do what I call a desire list and I get her to write out everything that she wants. You know, even if secretly you want to be a film star in Hollywood, (laughs) whatever it is, whatever it is that you want, write it all out. If you saw those beautiful gold hooped earrings in the jewelers, put those down. You know, if you want to have that love affair for life with your husband, put that down. If you want to earn $4 million, in your company this year, put that down. But the one thing that we need to get really good at is getting really specific. How would you look? How would you feel? How would the people around you benefit if you received what it is that you wanted? And then what I then do with my clients is we um, remove the blocks that we have. See, often you're so right, Lynn, you know, we were all in power suits in the 80s and At school, we learned that often the female way isn't right and the masculine way of win-win-win is right, which made a lot of us doubt ourselves. And I think that doubt is one of the biggest issues that women have in business. We doubt our decisions. We doubt even whether to make a decision or not. So the first way to get into your feminine power is to just really get to the truth of the matter and say, what do I really want? And sometimes you might not really know. We're so used to compromising. We're so used to doing it the right way. We've forgotten about how to do it our way. 
And as soon as you start to get in touch with your desires, and it may be something simple, you might want to start with, well, what do I really want to have for lunch today? (laughs) But I'm serious now. I have a lot of clients that wouldn't be able to tell me, honestly, what do they want for lunch? They go, I don't know, whatever was in the fridge, whatever's left over from yesterday. You ask men what they would like, and they'll tell you, I want a beer and I want a burger. So we need to get in touch. See, men, as when boys were growing up, they had a different set of things happen for them. I think a lot of boys were taught that the only emotion that they could really show to the outside world was anger. And so they shut a lot of their feminine feeling power off. You know, that vulnerability, the soft side, all of that side of them, because it's just not acceptable. You know, you'd be a good big girl's blouse if you do that. And especially in the country, Lynn, you're right. It's so much more masculine there. As good little girls, we're taught to compromise, you know, be a good girl, be a good girl and help mummy. No, 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 no. And so we were taught not to really want and not to really desire. And as soon as you do that, you shut off your life force. You know, show me a woman who's tired and who's spent and who's over it. And I'm going to show you a woman who's not in touch with her desires. She may say to you, yes, I want to grow my business and it's just not happening for me. But what's really going on in there? And so what I do with my clients is we look at the undercurrent. If you say that you want something and the opposite is happening, I take them through and we find out what the real commitment is to. And often that commitment happened when we were at school, you know, or when we were in our early years of working, we were taught there was a better way of doing things. We don't trust ourselves. So as soon as you start getting in touch with your desires, you start getting in touch with that inherent feminine side of you, that desire. So start working on that today. Say to yourself, what do I really want to have for lunch? Where do I really want my business to go? And don't worry if it feels like it's, you know, unimaginable or the how. How am I going to get? Just ask yourself. And then the next stage with women to get in touch with their feminine power is to receive. And that's where we do all the block releases because often we say we want something, but we're not actually able to open up and to receive enough. So it's desires, it's receiving, it's releasing the blocks that sabotage us as women. And often they're they're subconscious. It's getting in touch with our beauty, really feeling beautiful. I'll give you a fabulous example. I do my bath statement every quarter and it's something that I hadn't looked forward to in the past. In fact, I could use the word hate (laughs) and leave to the last minute in the same sentence. Really not my thing at all. And one thing that women can do to get back into their feminine power is to make something that would normally not be pleasurable, pleasurable. Okay. So what I did was I have this shot silk strawberry gown And it is this huge floor-length gown, and I put it on. I have some pink French beads I put around my neck. I wear my heels, my beautiful satin heels. I make myself a cup of chai tea, and I have a bowl of berries and chocolate, and I put on music. (laughs) And then I do my bath statement. And then a client calls up, and I'm like, hello. (laughs) And I'm loving it. I'm having the best time. So it's about running your business your own way. So have a look in your business and say to yourself, which areas of my business do I really not enjoy? And I know that a lot of you listening to this right now are virtual assistants. 
So you're getting those jobs that those people you're working for don't want to do. But within your own business, there are things that you may not like and you'll know what they are. Okay, it might be the accounting side. It might be the really fiddly technical jobs that you know you don't like. You have two options. Now, if you're in your male masculine side, you're going to say to yourself, that's my job. I'm just going to do it. And I need to be everything to my clients or they're not going to book me again. Right? If you're in your feminine side, you're going to say to yourself, right, which parts don't nourish me? Which parts don't make me feel good? And you're going to look around and pick them. And then you've got two choices. You can either farm those out, maybe to some other virtual assistants within this group that would really enjoy doing it. Maybe there's somebody that's more technical than you. Or you can make something that wouldn't normally be pleasurable, pleasurable and enjoy it. Life is about enjoyment. When you enjoy your business, you're going to get more clients coming in, the money's going to come in, and it's going to free you up to do what you're best at. Okay? Without being in touch with your feminine power means you're not going to be in touch with your feelings. You're not going to know how you really feel. You're not going to make the best decisions for yourself. You're just going to keep trying, trying, trying. And let me tell you, running after your business, running after getting that client, it doesn't feel good. It's humiliating and it doesn't feel nice. But creating a business that nourishes you back, that's based on your heart, if you're in sync, your business is in sync. And that's the way to go. I'm sure a lot of what you just said then struck some chords with a few people listening. I know it did with me. It sounds like then it's about, um, you know, really giving yourself permission, I guess, giving yourself permission to be female and and to be emotional and to be all those kinds of things and to actually, you know, give yourself permission to receive and not just be give, give, give all the time. I've got a um, a bit of a true or false for you. You already are the woman you want to be. You just need some feminine tools to bring them out of you. True or false? Bing, 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 bing. That's true, Lynn. <laughs> Absolutely true. You know, I'm guessing that all of you have loads of emails that come into your inbox all the time saying, this is the way to run your business, do this, do that. And it feels never ending. You know, sometimes you go, oh, am I ever just going to get it right? And especially because you're in the world of uh, technicality, you know, there's always more things to learn. There's always more better ways of doing things, et cetera, et cetera. And it can feel a bit like there's a burden on you. Running your business from your feminine power is a lot more natural. And it's actually not really about doing, doing, doing. It's actually about standing still and receiving and being in your power that way. And that's something I take my clients on a journey with and we go through it at depth so it becomes more natural. But if you think about it, we haven't been taught this. I mean, you didn't learn this at school. Your mum didn't teach you because her mum didn't teach her. You were watching people at school the way that teachers were. You then went into working for yourself, maybe, or most probably working for somebody else. And you saw women that weren't in their feminine power. You saw bosses that weren't in their feminine power. So you look around you and go, well, how credible will that make me? You know, really, is this going to work? But I'll tell you right now, being in your masculine power doesn't work. Look around you. The women that are in their feminine power and that have made it to the top are really in their power. They flourish. They've got that beautiful glow about them and they're doing really well. So you look at, say, Meryl Streep. Look at her. She's an actress. But she's not masculine. 
And everybody adores her, and she gets more Oscar nominations than anybody else. Look at Madonna. Madonna has a beautiful mix of masculine and feminine power. She does it her own way. She hasn't followed the blueprint of everybody else around her. Now, I'm picking celebrities because we all know them. And without knowing you individually, it's much easier for me to talk about people we can all relate to. But these women have done it their way. You know, look at Anita Roddick of The Body Shop. She did it her way. There was no one else doing it that way when she was working, when she started out. Everyone else said to her she was nuts. Nuts. But she did it her own way. True success comes from doing it your own way. It has to be authentic. If it's not authentic for you, you're not going to get the right clients in. The money's not going to come in. As soon as it feels authentic for you and real, and that means creating a business that feels like you're doing the things that you want to do in your business, yes, you can have a good cry because you know what? If you surround yourself with people that feel the same way as you, they won't care whether you cry or not. And I'm not talking about crying with everybody every, every second of the day, but just being honest because I've done it. I have a business and I'm really honest with everybody. And everyone loves it. Everybody loves it. It's about having a business where there are people around you that support you fully, which is a very feminine way of doing things again. So I make sure that everybody that works for me is better than me in their field because then I can learn from it, but also fully rely on them so I can do the bits that I'm really good at and leave the rest to them. So true or false is that you already are the woman you want to be. You just haven't seen it happen around you. I'm guessing the women that are around you probably aren't in their feminine power. I would assert that about 95% of us aren't. But I would also assert that about 95% of us do know what we need to do. And often it just takes a little bit of support, a little bit of permission, a little bit of just delving into yourself to realize it's all there. And when you get to that point, freedom is amazing. You know, I coached a woman who worked in a bank, major national bank, and she worked for them for five years and she was constantly passed over for promotion. I mean, it almost became a running joke <laughs> in her office, but at her expense. And she went for the jobs and time and time again, she's just, you know, what's going on? I'm going to leave. Anyway, she found me and we coached together. And as we coached together and she started getting in touch with her feminine side, she did have that big cry in that bathroom. She started to wear her hair down. And this is her choice, by the way. Being in your feminine power for you might mean that you keep your hair pulled back. It might mean for you that you do want to wear those suits, you know? It's about being in your own particular feminine power. She ended up going for a promotion. Her boss gave her the promotion <laughs> and said to her, I can't believe I haven't noticed you before. Where have you been all this time? And everyone was laughing. She couldn't believe it. She now earns triple the salary that she earned in the beginning. And don't forget, she's in a very male-dominated office. She earns three times as much. She gets to run a team of 120 people. She does wear her hair down. She does wear the dresses that she loves to wear. She also works with people that may or may not agree with how she is and how she feels in the office. But it doesn't matter because even if she was just working from her male side, she will get detractors, just like Julia Gillard will. 
The difference is she's in her power. And if you're in your power, when you talk, people are going to listen. Your decisions are going to be the right decisions for you. And nothing else matters. See, whatever you do, you're going to be judged anyway. So you may as well just go ahead and be the woman you know you're meant to be. Because it's far more fun. Far more fun. I guess it's like the old adage, isn't it, that positive people attract positivity. And I guess if you're being authentic, then you're being positive. So that can only be good. What we've talked about, I guess, is just some of the tips that you have for being in your feminine power. You go into much more detail in the four-part telecourse that you have, The Secret Energy of Feminine Power, which starts next Tuesday. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, it's a course for women around the world, and it's done over the telephone, which I know that all of you will be fairly familiar with, seeing as you're in the virtual reality world. It's a course for any woman that feels stuck, frustrated, tired, treadmill of life is sort of taking its toll on you and your business and your relationship. You might be feeling great. You might feel that although you feel great, you want to take your business to the next level and you're feeling a little bit stuck and nothing's sitting right with you at the moment. And so what this course is about is taking you on a journey inside to hear you and to get in touch with your feminine power. And along the way, as we do that, you're going to come up with some big decisions. You know, and I've had women that have quit jobs, started new businesses, decided to work in a different niche or find what their niche is. Because when you find what your niche is in business, you'll get paid a lot more for it and it will feel more authentic to you. So the course is really for any woman throughout Australia and around the world who just feels like there's something missing. You just kind of don't know what it is. And it's really that you need to be doing business your own way. It's also about relationships, the relationship you have with yourself, feeling that you want, say, credibility at work or credibility in your business. And a lot of women might feel that the only way to do that is to learn from other people that have done it the right way. It's nothing to do with that. It's about learning from other people, but doing it your way because nobody else can do business like you. Every single one of you on this call will be given the same project and will approach it in a different way. And it's about feeling good about your decisions and not doubting your way of doing things. Because a funny thing happens when you start really doing it your own way, you're going to start to attract clients that love you for doing it your way because it fits their way. The more general you stay, the more masculine you stay, you're going to have clients that kind of know who you are, not as sure, and it's going to be too general. You want to have that business that nourishes you and you're going to get those clients that will do the same. They're also going to pay you more money. You know, if you're out there working and you're kind of doing okay, but you're feeling that you want to go higher, you don't know if you can raise your prices, you're worried your clients are going to leave you, you're concerned that maybe you should be giving even more value if you're going to raise your prices and you price yourself out the market. Again, get in touch with your feminine power. So my clients earn more. They normally double their incomes. They follow what I say. And this is not a blueprint as in do one, two, three, and you'll get four. This is 
do one, two, three, so you ignite your power, your own individual feminine power. And not only will you get four, you're going to blast off. You're going to get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I take clients through. It's four weeks. It's four calls. And the first call is really about rewiring yourself. It's rewiring your business, money, and relationships. So we unearth your feminine power. This is the call to be on where we really start and go inside. So we talk about how to get what it is that you want. We talk about getting clarity and energy and your life force back. Get your energy back. This is where your glow starts. It's really, really exciting. On call two, this is where we dissolve the emotional blocks that are stopping you from receiving what you want. And often we don't know what they are. We just know we're not getting the results. And we try all the different ways. And often it's something that unconsciously we're doing and we don't know. You know, it might be that you feel you're not worthy of really earning that money. Or maybe you say to yourself, I'm worthy. I know I'm worthy. I'm really good at what I do. But when a client rings up, you find yourself fuddling yourself a little bit. So we go into that. And what I share on the call is my special blueprint that I only have with my clients. And it's something that you can use over and over and over again. So long after this telecourse is over, you've got a real tool that you can use if you've got a sticky client or you're having arguments with your partner or your boyfriend or your husband, or for some reason you're not getting the money you want, whatever it is, this is something you can use over and over again. And it's going to make you feel really, really good. And then in the third call, we talk about your sensuality, which is actually the key to a lot of your feminine power, even though the link may not be apparent now. Because when a woman is in touch with her sensuality, and I'm talking sexually, but I'm also talking about feeling, feeling happy within yourself, allowing yourself to fully receive, because your sensuality is all about receiving. And if you're blocking it in some way, you're not going to get as many clients as you want, or you're not going to get the high-paying clients that you want. Okay, so we talk a lot about that. And then in call four, we celebrate you, all about you. So we really lift your game and your energy. We talk about men, 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 you know, your relationships with them, how to ask for what you want and actually get it. That works in the home, but also in business. And then there's also a bonus Q&A call with me. So that's where we're going to have live questions. And yeah, I'll coach you live on the call. So yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. And I'm extremely excited. We've got women from all around the world that have signed up for it. Every call is going to be recorded. So you have it for life if you want. <laughs> and there's also bliss work, which is my little term for homework, so that you get to do stuff in between the calls to um, start to move forward a little bit quicker. Okay, so you can find that information at marinaj.net forward slash coaching. And if you have a look at the left-hand side of her site, you'll see it says FP Telecourse. That's the telecourse that Marina's talking about. And you've got a free gift for the listeners on the call today only, I understand. What's that about? I do. To start you off with receiving, because that's what it's all about. If you reserve yourself a spot today, and that's only today, you're going to receive a free gift, which is Weight Loss and Pleasure. It's a beautiful book I've written. It contains within it 44 pages of a yoga class. Each posture is really straightforward and easy to get into. <laughs> There's none of those really twisty, turny ones. 
my yoga is based on Chinese medicine. So it's actually yoga therapy for the body. And it's designed to tone you up. You know, if you want to fit into your skinny jeans more easily this week or next week or for the next month, then this is a book for you. And it's also packed with lots of pleasurable tips. It's all about having fun in life. You know, I had a client many moons ago, actually, who wanted to lose weight. And she was on lots of diets and this, that, the other. And her boyfriend used to call her fat. And he'd always comment on how big her bum was. And I said to her, for one week, I want you to do the exercise that gives you the most pleasure. And I want you to eat whatever you want. And so she decided she was going to do a dance class. And so she did a dance class three times that week. And she ate whatever she wanted. I mean, she really did. She ate cakes, ice cream, the whole thing, full fat. She went for it. And she lost three pounds at the end of that week. And she couldn't believe it. And she rang me up and she went, oh, my God. And for the first time, her partner was calling her sexy. So again, this is a very female way of going about it. And the thing I love about it most is it feels good. When you do something that feels good, you know it's the right thing to do. So, you know, if I can give the biggest tip I can give to all of you this morning is that whatever you do, it has to feel good for you. Check in your heart, check in your body and say, is this going to help me? Does this feel great? And if it does, it lights you up and it makes you feel excited, go for it. Well, that's great. The um, website, again, is marinaj.net forward slash coaching. And on the left-hand side of her site, you'll see FP Telecourse to sign up for that four-part telecourse that starts next Tuesday. Thank you so much for your time, Marina. I've had great fun. I'm heading out to actually straighten my hair, I think. You do that. (laughs) I've had a lot of fun. And really, that's the premise for all business. Business should be a pleasure for you to do because if it is, you're going to get a lot more out of it. Life's about having pleasure and that means business too. So you'll see great results when you really start to go for it. So I've had a ball and thank you for having me. Have a beautiful day, all of you. I'm Lynn Prowse-Bishop and this has been The Virtual Business Show. If you have any comments to make on today's episode, please feel free to do so by visiting execstress.com and follow the links to our show comments form. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. Listening.